This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 6.45 on a Sunday morning. That means it's time to check in with Rick Forchuk and find out what's happening in theaters and the various streaming devices. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. And we are talking about a movie that I think people are hoping will scare them, people that like the scary films. Yeah, you uh, said that you're not likely to see this movie. And uh, uh, yeah, if you don't like scary movies, I would recommend that uh, you do exactly that. And that is not see it. Um, theaters are full of horror movie fans to see it. Uh, they're getting the box office numbers back in line. Uh, the box office, as of last weekend, was the worst in 18 years uh, for the summer season. It's a worthwhile venture this time, as this interpretation, Jill, of the Stephen King book and the miniseries from 1990 on television should disappoint nobody. Now, if you've seen the trailer showing a young boy named Georgie dressed in a yellow raincoat and playing with a toy boat that swept into a sewer, you need to know that it is one of the first scenes of the film, and it sets the stage for Pennywise, the shape-shifting, flesh-hungry clown, to begin terrorizing the town of Derry, Maine, <clears throat> Excuse me, as he does every 27 years, with a special taste for young children. Now, Derry is a location that shows up in a number of places in Stephen King's books. It's a town with which something is not quite right. Children go missing routinely each time Pennywise makes an appearance, and the dysfunctional families that live there seem to just look the other way, knowing that the victims will never be found. A group of six boys and one girl, all around the age of 13 and just out of school for the summer, the summer of 1989, uh, become embroiled in the tactics of Pennywise, who preys on the greatest fears of his victims, and he makes them quake in horror. As some see pictures come to life filled with hideous creatures, others are engulfed by blood when they're sucked into the sewer system, and yet others see zombie-like creatures. The friends are outcasts. They're known among school groups as the losers. Uh, woven into the story is a group of older boys who love to terrorize the losers, and they aren't harmless at all. In fact, in one scene, they cut the abdomen of one of the little boys, and in another, they try to kill the boy just for being different. Stephen King, creator of the story, has said he will never write about Pennywise again because the entire creation scared him beyond belief as well, and he just doesn't want to mess with it any longer. Now, that won't stop the sequels to this story. Uh, that's not Stephen King. That's the movie business. The uh, special effects, Jill, while not overtly prevalent or good, the performances of the young actors are sturdy and solid, although it's important to remember that these boys are 13-ish. Their language is not politically correct at any level, and their beliefs about what is going on around them, whether it's with their parents or others, are skewed in a fashion that only those who remember 13 may be able to appreciate. At 2 hours and 15 minutes, the movie's long enough to make you feel you get your money's worth. Uh, the action isn't compromised on any level. No cheap shortcuts are taken. <clears throat> and the characters are allowed to be true to the characters that have been developed for them. It's genuinely scary, far more so than the TV miniseries from 27 years ago. Well worth the ride, though, Jill, if you like that sort of thing. It's a 14A rating. Yeah, I noticed that they've been playing the miniseries on TV. I saw it yesterday and clicked on it a little bit. I didn't see any of the scary parts, but I was curious as to how it compares to, uh, like you said, from 27 years ago. Yeah, it's different. Uh, it, there are a lot of differences between the book and the movie and the miniseries, uh, but uh, still very, very good. All good adaptations of the Stephen King work. All right, and he's so scared, he's not writing about Pennywise anymore. He's not. He said uh, that's the only time he's going to do that. But it's been picked up by television and movie distributors, so Pennywise will be back, and he'll be back 
and he'll be back, and he'll be back. Yes, we've not seen the last of that clown. Um, Home Again, what's this one like? Yeah, not every movie has to be a masterpiece, an Oscar contender, or an amazing piece of critical satire. Sometimes a movie just has to be fun. And if you don't remember the details by the time you reach the theater parking lot, that's okay, just as long as you had a laugh or two and some separation from the daily grind. Now, this romantic comedy starring Reese Witherspoon does that job, Joe. Uh, She is Alice Kinney. She's a single mom struggling with her not-grown-up ex-husband. He's a man-child. Life on her own is a challenge, although she grew up with Hollywood all around her, as her father was not only a major film director, but a major philanderer. Alice, in a series of events bordering on the unbelievable, asks a trio of handsome young men to move into her guest house. Uh, This romantic comedy explores relationships, uh, her relationships with the much younger men, and uh, just when you think you see romance blossoming with one, we learn that something's been going on with another one. Uh, Some will find the film shallow, and some were been there, done that, but as I said, it's a bit of romantic escapism. It's a perfect date movie or a girl's night out caper. The producer's Nancy Myers, who is a writer, has penned such romantic comedies as Father of the Bride, The Parent Trap, and It's Complicated. Her daughter Hallie is the writer here as well as the director and she's clearly received a full share of movie maker genetics from mom now that's home again it's rated 14a all right good for a little escape yes uh what's over on netflix uh netflix has got one of the best movies of the last year hidden figures from 2016 uh did you see this movie Joe? i have not seen it yet no well, here's your opportunity <laughs> i know you're a netflix person i am it's the exceptional true story of three women of color who worked at nasa during the 1950s and 60s and helped put american astronaut john Glenn into orbit with their amazing mathematical abilities. Now, it's a double-edged tale. It's all documented as fact. It's all true. On one side is the amazing academic ability of these women, played by Taraji P. Henson, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monet. They portray Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson, respectively. Uh, the other side is the tyrannical segregation issue that forced them to sometimes have to abandon their workstations to walk or run a half mile to the nearest colored restroom. It remains an amazing thing for today's audiences to think that just so few years ago, this was the law of the land in the United States. Kevin Costner, Kirsten Dunst, and Jim Parsons also star in what is must-viewing, I would say, for family members in their early tweens and beyond. Uh, This sort of thing must never be allowed to happen again. The rating is 14A. It's an exceptional film. And um, one of the ladies portrayed here uh, did survive to see the movie. Uh, She's in her 90s. And um, she said that it was a very accurate portrayal of what happened. But she also said, what we don't understand is why anybody would be interested. We were just going to work like regular people. (laughs) I remember that, yes. It's a great movie, Hidden Figures. All right. Now, no excuses. It's on Netflix. That's right. Uh, Why him? Yeah, why him? (laughs) Why this movie? Why make this one? It's also from last year. It's a highly profane movie about a conservative couple, the Flemings, Ned and Barb, played by Brian Cranston and Megan Mullally, who learned that their daughter, Stephanie, played by Zoe Deutsch, is about to get married. Now, she isn't marrying just anybody. She's going to marry a Silicon Valley billionaire named Laird Mayhew, played by James Franco, whose wealth is exceeded only by his inability to complete any sentence without lacing it with the most profane language the Flemings have ever encountered. With Christmas coming and Ned learning that Laird is about to pop the question, he simply cannot get over the younger man's foul mouth and cannot see how he can allow this marriage to happen. 
but how can he stop it? Well, we'll see. It's rated 18A for language. That's called Why Him? All right. Uh, Amazon Prime has the tick. Yes, it does have the tick. I have to say that I didn't like this series when it first came around back in 2001 with Patrick Warburton in the title superhero role. I don't like it now with Peter Serafinowicz doing the same. It's based on a comic book. It takes place in a world where superheroes have been the norm for decades uh, when a man with no powers at all is forced into league with the blue-suited title character. That's been popular enough for three TV versions to exist, as well as the comic, but I just don't get it. It's a series that you can binge watch to see if it works for you. It's a 14A rating. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Tick. All right. And anything happening? We're, we're almost to the new seasons. Well, we, yeah, we're, we're getting a sneak peek tonight. Uh, tonight we get the debut of The Orville. Uh, so here's a question. What's funny about Star Trek? Well, maybe nothing, but that has not stopped Seth MacFarlane uh, to create a Star Trek-like comedy set on the starship Orville 400 years in our future. It's an hour-long format. The first episode debuts tonight before moving to its regular Thursday time slot. The initial sense of things from the recent TV critics tour was that the concept just doesn't work and the show doesn't work. Debut episode tonight on City TV and Fox. And for country music fans, Jill, the Canadian Country Music Awards from Saskatoon tonight, the best in Canadian country, shows up to entertain and be appropriately recognized to give fans of the genre a big thrill. And in addition to such domestic stars as Dean Brody and Dallas Smith, be ready for an appearance, appearance by non-Canadian and Oklahoman by the name of Blake Shelton. That's tonight on CBC Television. And Jill, next Sunday night is the Emmy Awards. That's typically the kickoff of the new TV season. So I will spend a little bit of time with you next Sunday talking about what's nominated, uh, why it got nominated, and what didn't get nominated for the Emmys. All right. I always like seeing that, how many of the ones from the streaming services make their way into the traditionally... Uh, TV and cable ba- cable areas. Well, here's what's interesting, and we'll talk about this next week, but uh, you know what's traditional now? The streaming services. Mm. They have all the nominations, and what's exceptional is for a regular network to get a nomination. Uh, it's uh, all about Netflix, Amazon. It just uh, goes on and on. It's amazing. So uh, we'll talk about that next week. All right. Look forward to it. Thank Thanks. you, Rick. Thanks, Joe. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.